Welcome to the Restore Yourself podcast. I am your host, Timothy Waterman, although sometimes I do go by the nickname of Bo. <laughs> In casual conversation, I often go by the nickname of Bo, uh, which you may see on some of these podcast episodes. So just like to throw it out there so nobody is confused. Uh, having said that, welcome. <laughs> so glad to have you here, whether this is your first episode or you're coming back for yet another episode. Either way, it's lovely to have you here. So thank you for being here. Uh, in the beginning, I typically give a little bit of information about how I show up in the world and the contributions I make in service to others. And today, I thought it would be fun. I just uh, wrote a new bio uh, for myself because, you know, got to have a bio for even things like this, this podcast platform. So thought I would read to you <laughs> uh, the bio that I just wrote. And hey, if you uh, want to send me an email or uh, even leave a comment, just let me know what you think of the new uh, bio. I want to make I want to make these uh, episodes more interactive and so um, you know have more conversation more communication so instead of me just uh, speaking it in the moment like I usually do uh, kind of riffing if you will <laughs> I'm actually going to read to you the bio that I I just uh, wrote and uh, yeah feel free to let me know what you think so I'm going to look over to my right to read it so if you see my eyes go I think on the screen they're actually going to go that way because that's weird how the camera works so but um but yeah, I'm going to look over to my current right and uh, read it to you. So here we go. Timothy Waterman, also known as Bo, is a globally celebrated transformational guide who passionately speaks on the process of creating a loving and harmonious relationship with one's self. Timothy allowed the so-called traditional life, I use that in quotation marks, uh, <laughs> that he built in his 20s dissolve so that he could begin again at the age of 30. That's when he began living his life based on the intention of following his wildest dreams. A decade later, Timothy, now nicknamed Bo, offers transformational guidance based on his own life experience which includes a 12-year deep dive into the fields of holistic wellness, metaphysics, and universal spirituality. His main message is that we all can remember how to feel good more often from within and live an incredibly rewarding life starting now. <laughs> the joy, the richness, the pleasure, the love, we can find our way back to more of that in the everyday by listening to the guiding light of our own heart. It's Timothy's experience that it all begins from within and the endless possibilities in life open up and expand from there. <laughs> so that's the bio that I wrote. I just felt inspired to share it on this episode. It's like, why not? So there we go. Thanks for letting me share. And if this is your first time tuning in, now you know a bit more about my experience and um, how I show up in service to others. After listening to this episode, if you feel a connection with me and the energy that I bring to the table, if there's uh, some kind of resonance and you would like to know more about the, the personal breakthrough work that I facilitate with others, uh, the one-to-one -one personal breakthrough work, 
uh, feel free to go into the show notes. You'll find a link to uh, set up a consultation with me. Uh, that's typically how I get started with people is a consultation. And, you know, people bring their, their big life questions to the table. Let me know what they're really interested in working on in their lives, the, the breakthroughs that they want to have in their lives in terms of, you know, their inner world, their own energy, and just uh, living a life that feels better to them more of the time. That's the important thing to me. And that's typically what I see when people <laughs> show up for a session is on the other side of the session, they just, you know, exit the call telling me that they feel so much better, uh, that they've had a really great turnaround in terms of their energy and just uh, feel better about getting back to their lives. So <laughs> I love seeing that. It's one of my favorite aspects of uh, doing what I do. And again, I refer to that as uh, personal breakthrough work. So one more time, if you're interested, you can find uh, a link in the show notes to set up a consultation. That's where everything starts. We can have you know uh, an amazing conversation and just see if it may be uh, a good fit to do even more personal breakthrough work beyond the uh, the consultation because in the consultation you will you'll get you'll get a real taste of what um, it would be like to have future future sessions with me. So so yeah, I just wanted to mention that because that is a huge aspect of my life. It's why I put out this podcast because it's just supportive. It's um getting even more of the conversations that I love to have out into the world. <laughs> so yeah, had to mention that because it really is amazing when uh, someone reaches out and they tell me that they do feel a connection with my energy. They want to go deeper. They want to, you know, experience what it's like to, to have some of that personal breakthrough work. And it's just really cool. Um, if it's a natural fit and, um, and, you know, and more sessions happen beyond that. It's just amazing. I love doing what I do and uh, also love doing this podcast. So had to share and uh, thank you for letting me share. Today, I have an amazing heart-to-heart uh, -heart conversation with Amanda Town. And uh, Amanda, it's so, it's so fun how these things work. Uh, last year, I became uh, introduced to Gina Mallison, who I had on the podcast a couple episodes back and that was an amazing uh, an amazing amazing episode and just packed with amazing um I keep saying amazing but it is and it is <laughs> uh information and it was so fun too so fun it was also deep it was very vulnerable for me so if you've not yet seen the um the episode with Gina Mallison just a couple episodes back and definitely one of my uh most profound and vulnerable life experiences to share uh, that I've sh that I've shared with the world thus far. So it was through uh, my my relationship, my friendship with Gina, that I eventually became aware of Amanda uh, Town, and just you know began having some conversations. Saw what she was up to. I went to one of these uh, online law of attraction. Uh, meetups that she has. It's like an online meetup. It's a conversation, you know, it has a lot to do with the law of attraction and uh, just, you know, got to, got to know her a little bit and listen to an episode, uh, an interview with Amanda that was actually on the delicious alignment podcast with Rhonda Ryder. It's a podcast that I have really enjoyed listening to as of late. And so I just reached out and I told Amanda that I appreciated uh, the interview that she had with Rhonda and and one thing led to another, and now 
Amanda is a guest on this podcast. So yay. <laughs> just so fun how these things just naturally, naturally work out as I follow my my intuition and I let the uh the light and the the energy guide me. So uh real quick, I will read a a bio that I have for Amanda Town, and then I'll give you a bit of an idea of what this conversation is going to be about. Uh, I'll just mention some details in regards to the show notes, so you know what to find there, and then I will roll into the interview. So here we go. I'm just going to switch my notes up, and I'm going to go over to the bio that I have for Amanda. So here we go. Amanda Town is a transformation coach. She loves to lead clients to their own inner guidance by releasing resistance and tuning into the power of their emotions. She is an expert in many modalities and has learned from numerous other teachers. She has masterfully woven these different techniques together in her own style of transformation to empower clients and raise their vibration. She loves to serve those that are followers of Abraham Hicks and similar teachers as she weaves in the teachings of law of attraction and metaphysics into her sessions. <laughs> so there is a bit about Amanda. And in terms of this episode, I really wanted to have a, a conversation around contrast. You know, contrast is a pretty familiar term in the world of metaphysics. And essentially, it kind of points to situations in life that we maybe don't understand why they're happening at first, that we don't like, that we actually have like a strong reaction to is, and I really don't like this, you know, kind of like, why is this happening type thing? But there's also much smaller degrees of, of contrast. That's kind of like the whole like shades of gray type thing. And it's really been relevant in my life as of late, just seeing how contrast uh, shows up in my life, seeing how it's always shown up in my life and actually seeing how it's in service to the evolution of my own life journey and in very, very powerful ways. And so when I really, really got this whole concept of contrast on what felt like what's been feeling like to me, like new and profound levels, I wanted to have uh, a real conversation about it, like a heart to heart conversation about it. And Amanda just came to mind, uh, you know, after hearing her on the Delicious Alignment podcast. It just felt like Amanda could be a good fit for this conversation. So, so yeah, here we are. <laughs> I have a, a previously recorded conversation that I'm going to share with you today uh, on contrast, and you know, in terms of its its place in the world of metaphysics and and just you know how it shows up in my life. And Amanda and I will just go into detail about how we see it working in our lives and sometimes the emotions that it can bring up and how we um, respond to those emotions, how we take care of ourselves in certain emotional states. So that's a bit about what you're going to find uh, in this conversation. So again, heart to heart, real talk. Uh, that's what I'm doing with my, you know, my current guest conversations. So it's a, it's an honor and a delight to be able to share that with you today or whenever you are listening to this. <laughs> So last thing before I roll into the interview, just wanted to again mention the show notes. So in the show notes, I always include a brief description of the episode. I include my guest's uh, bio, which I just read to you, but you'll also find it. Uh, you'll also find Amanda's bio in the show notes. I also include my guest's most relevant links. So you'll find that uh, underneath the description. Again, my guest's bio and their most relevant links. 
And then after that, you'll find my information. And uh, so if you're curious more about me, <laughs> who I am, what I'm up to in the world, um, even more about how I'm in service to others, you can find all of my relevant links in the show notes below my guest information on the episodes where I have guests. And this is one of those episodes where I have a guest. So you'll find <laughs> my information below Amanda's. And this is a listener supported podcast. So if you are interested in making a donation to support me in the production of this podcast, uh, you can find that link that's at the, the end of the show notes. So there's that. And of course, there's other ways uh, you can help support the podcast. If you, you know, if you ever just want to share it with a friend, post a link on social media, leave a heartfelt review, uh, you know, give it a the star rating that feels right to you, <laughs> uh, you know, a heart-based uh, star rating, you know, the different platforms let you give, I think like one to five stars. So whatever feels like a genuine rating for you, uh, these are all ways that you can help support the, the podcast, the expansion of the messages and the conversations that are happening on this podcast. So just know that there are some options and they are all appreciated if they feel right and inspired to you. <laughs> Without further ado, I am going to roll in to this conversation with Amanda Town. All right, so I am here with Amanda Town. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Timothy. How are you? I'm so good. Like, this just feels really good. Uh, how are you? Yeah, I'm really good. It's nice to be here with you. Amazing. Amazing. So I'm excited to get to... Um, speak with Amanda today and a couple things. One, just seeing how contrast, and we'll get into more of what contrast is, you know, more like definitions about it, but seeing how contrast is designed to help us uh, in our lives. It's definitely a part of this whole life process. And then also just honoring the emotions that may come along with contrast once we define it a little bit more. Uh, so that's the gist, the vibe of today's <laughs> Uh, broadcast whenever you may be hearing it or viewing it. So that's the gist. And just before we get into all that, uh, Amanda, I just wanted to give you a chance just in your own words, just to share, you know, like your title, your as a service provider, and just, you know, how it is that you like to be of service to others. Yeah, yeah, thanks. So I am a transformation coach. And I think of myself more as a guide, though, than a coach. I guess coach is just a term that most people are familiar with and use, but I feel like I'm more, I'm guiding people. I'm guiding people to let go of resistance. I'm guiding them to really feel their emotions and have that power of their emotions because that's part of your intuitive guidance. And I've, I've been on this path for a while, finding Abraham Hicks, other teachers communion of light that we'll talk about i've started listening to in the last year and done lots of different training programs modalities and i really combine all of those together in my work and one thing i really do is use the inner child and the inner being that abraham talks about is really the relationship of you and you and it's syncing up that earthly part of you with the heavenly part of you because you have to have both in this lifetime it's not you're not just living out here from the broader perspective there's this part of you this heavenly part 
that has the emotions, the desires and preferences. And, and really that's why we come is to have those experiences. So it's syncing these two up. It's, you know, whatever that wobble is, releasing resistance. So your vibration comes up and then you're synced up with your inner being. That's where that intuitive guidance comes in. You're in that receiving mode. And I just, I love working with clients and, and also doing group. Um, I'm just starting a formal group next month in October. And I, I love the community of it because I love talking about this stuff, just like with you and I, I love I love talking about it, diving deeper. It always is expansive. And so I love providing that community for people to do that also. Hmm. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, to me, that's what it's all about is just the relationship that we're having with ourselves. And again, like that truest essence, uh, some people call it intuition or inner being. However, it lands for you. There is that, uh, all-knowing aspect you know to me the one that's connected to infinite intelligence that is here to be that compass and that guide if we're willing to listen to it so to me yeah. it sounds like you're helping people get closer to their own inner compass <laughs> absolutely and yes and getting closer to that and in doing so also it's it's knowing the goodness of you and worthiness of you at all times it's unconditional yeah Absolutely. I love that so much. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> uh, and so to give some context for this conversation, the way I'm using the way I'm viewing conversations, this, you know, this um, set of episodes that I'm recording at this time are basically. I was in a call then collaborative, like what's, what was it? Collaborative mastermind conversations and then this morning I was like I feel like they're more collaborative heart to heart you know conversations mm -hmm. that have to do with powerful metaphysical principles so that's the idea you know that's what I've invited Amanda for is to have like this powerful heart to heart conversation that has to do with powerful metaphysical principles so uh, yeah. that's the idea oh we're gonna say something yeah. oh and I really like that too because I'm, I, I like the term mastermind too but that um just seems to me like more of thought like up in your head instead of like being in the heart and that's where your emotions and your intuition really are yeah yeah I had been contemplating mastermind but then I was just like no like it's really all about the heart for me so, yeah. Yeah, I, like <laughs> so that. I decided to tweak the you know the energy a little bit so um yeah that's the idea and again so jumping in uh thank you so much for sharing about a little bit more about who you are and how you like to be of service. And so, yeah, jumping into the the heart to heart conversation. Contrast. Oh, my gosh. This has been literally my focus for a while now, probably at least at least a couple of months. This has been like, whoa, contrast, like really yes. honing in on contrast. Like. Just want to get my really like feeling of this, like really, really for me seeing clearly like how it is a helper in this life, how it's designed to help and be of service and to even guide because yes, we do have the the inner compass, you know, that that guiding light or intuition, whatever you want to call it, if you ask me. And also, you know, I've heard some other people reference this in some other circles I'm in that like the outer reality is also acting as a guide 
if we're willing to see it, if we're paying attention. So, yes. you know, and I'm sure people have had instances where like they're just overhearing a conversation, you know, just, you know, it's in their environment and just something said in the conversation, they're like, oh my gosh, that's like the answer to the question I've been asking inside myself exactly, for the yes. past month. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yes, the, the outer reality is a part of it. And it's like, to me, they're designed to work in tandem. So like we have the inner compass and it's like the outer reality can act as like confirmation or like offering clues. And the way that I notice that it's a clue is that even though it is appearing on the outside, I have such inner resonance to it. I'm like, oh, like this mm -hmm. thing that I'm seeing or that thing that I just heard, like that's so for me, it's like, it's like an answer to a question I've been asking, like, um, how does that land for you, Amanda? Yeah. Yeah. And I totally, and it, when you're having conversations with people, or like you said, it might be something you overhear, but it might be something someone says to you that, you know, we, you mentioned contrast that may feel like contrast. It doesn't feel good, but it's actually something you wanted to hear. It's actually helpful to you because it might help you get clarity or help you down a different path and realizing everything is for you. Everything is working out for you. It's, it's not that ever anything is asserted on you, that it's attacking you. Everything is always to your benefit. And when you see that and realize it, it, it really shifts things. Yeah. Thank you for mentioning that because yeah, I just had experience with that a few nights ago. I was just in a group conversation and someone had said something. It's like, uh, as for me on this path, as we're examining, I guess, our stance or our, our belief systems that just no longer serve us, it's like a lot of times there's great awareness around, around so many things. They're like, oh, I'm clear that doesn't serve me, you know. And we're, for me, like, I think I'm so clear on it. And then someone says something that I wasn't expecting around that subject. I'm like, holy cow, it just totally triggered me. Yes, yeah. <laughs> the trigger like points me to more limiting beliefs, you know, mm -hmm. like more of like collective beliefs that I'm still attached to in some way. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was good because I'm like, oh, I didn't realize that like some of those collective, which to me feel like limiting beliefs were still hanging out in that way. But because this person said that thing and, you know, it triggered me, I'm like, whoa, okay. Like there's still some limitation hanging out over here. And so when you said that, I'm like, oh, it just happened the other night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I love that too. And, and you don't have to go digging for those things because they're, they're going to make themselves aware to you. Like you said, at some point, you're triggered by a conversation with someone. And, and I love also this, like, okay, so someone else is saying it to you, it's outside of you, and you have that awareness. And just shifting your perspective that, oh, that's outside of me now, I can see that that's not really serving me. It's not my belief anymore. And you can let it fall away. Instead of becoming entangled in it and I've got to wrestle this to the ground and like kill it yeah. just letting it fall away yeah 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 thank you for speaking to like that we don't have to go digging for it because mm -hmm. that is something that I'm definitely aware of and 
you know, on this path that, you know, I'll say it can be a temptation in my experience. Like, you know, what's the next thing I have to go looking for? Whereas like, yes. if we just trust again, that everything is serving us, it's like when the time is right, you know, usually in, in my case, the outer reality will bring it up so I can, mm -hmm. you know, see it face to face. And again, yeah. then it's like the question, like you said, like, oh, okay, that was still kind of hanging out and now I see it, but you know, oh, I'm, I'm more clear than ever that like that's not what I continue to choose to like to buy into consciously. Yeah. So I like the way you yeah. said that. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, in my path, I've, I've been on, on both perspectives and have been in the perspective of, oh, you need to really analyze your path journal about it that's going to reveal all of these limiting beliefs that are going to come up from childhood and you know that can be useful but that also gets you stuck in that energy of digging and it's actually not a very empowering perspective or way to look at it and as as, as I've been doing this work and my vibration rises higher and higher I realized, oh yeah, I, I don't need to dig for those. I don't dig for those things with clients. It naturally comes up in our work when it's ready. And when you're in that higher vibration, that, that is when it just kind of falls away naturally. It's not like, oh, I need to kill it. I need, you know, I need like to protect myself in a bubble. You don't have to do any of that stuff. Just keep releasing resistance let your vibration rise those things will come up and they'll they'll just they'll fall away more and more naturally well i love that yeah i love the the path of least resistance the path of ease <laughs> yes. naturally yeah. uh and so we did definitely jump in which is great and then also just again forever is listening to this if you know if you're still kind of like okay but what's contrast I just wanted to like take a moment and just like give each of us an opportunity to share what contrast means for us so um I'll just real quickly say for me contrast to me is just it can be anything unexpected where at first I'm like whoa why is that here or like whoa why did that happen um, it can be things that I don't like, things I don't prefer. I'm talking about in my everyday life, whether it's just a conversation that feels like really like jarring or, you know, whether it's just whatever it is, if it kind of like catches me by surprise and I'm like, whoa, why is this happening? To me, that's kind of like, because, you know, most things are enjoyable, like most things are enjoyable. But if something kind of like causes me to be like, <laughs> you know, take a step back and be like, what's going on here? So that's probably some form of contrast. And it doesn't always have to be, uh, one thing I'll say about contrast, it doesn't always have to be so abrupt or jarring or like, you know, screaming in my face. Like contrast is, you know, it's just, it's this the difference between things. It's why, you know, like I've been, I've been thinking about saying this, like in my online, you know, presence or whatever you want to call that as of late, that like, I feel like society kind of, taught me to be very vanilla when in reality like I'm really like dark chocolate <laughs> <laughs> and so contrast is just the difference between things too it's like why some people you know love uh, tropical climates and other people are like no like you know I want to go to the mountains it's just it's the yeah. variety it's 
And, you know, because we're each so unique and different, we like different things. And so the variety is helping us get clear. So to me, contrast helps us refine our preferences, get clear on what we like, what we prefer, but it is through all the varieties. So again, you know, if someone goes to like Bermuda and they're just like, oh my gosh, it was too hot, blah, 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 blah. That's not bad. It's just like, now they're clear, you know, like, I don't like the extreme heat. Like maybe I want to go see what the mountains are like next time. So it's, you know, it's, it's the variety, it's the getting clear. Uh, but I feel like a lot of times when I hear about contrast in the talk of metaphysics, it, it more often is pointing to like the things that, you know, we don't understand at first. So we say, why is this happening? So I'll give that as my definition. I'm sure we'll get into after this, how it's designed to help us, but what is, um, how does contrast land for you? <laughs> yes, very much the same. Anything that you don't like, or that was un unexpected in like a bad way. If it's unexpected in a good way, of course, we don't see it as contrast. But yeah, anything that shows up in our reality that we don't like, and it's and it's not necessarily a bad thing. Like you said, it helps it helps define your preferences and get clarity. You brought up weather. I moved to Miami Beach a year and a half and this summer, I've been here most of the summer, and I'm like, wow, this is contrast. <laughs> now now I have clarity that next summer, I want to go somewhere else cooler for the for a month or two during the summer. Um, but it's just, it, it's clarity. And the more you see contrast that way, the easier it is. And, and again, it's going back to seeing that everything, everything really is for you and working for you and we don't come here just to live a, a blank life where nothing really happens because the expansion and growth is in in those those things of contrast oh that happened i now i know now i know more of what i do want yeah 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 exactly and what's coming to me in the moment because there's so many examples because like you know, from the way I see it now, like life is full of contrast. Yes, yeah. <laughs> again, it's all serving because, and I'll I'll make this point real quick is that another way I see it as serving is that you know like we're here launching new desires, we're here getting clear on desires, and again, it's through the variety, it's through the contrast that we actually, again, I see the truth of this in my experience is that like we launch new desires based on contrast. Yes. You know, something shows up and we're like, oh, now I know even more of what I want to experience next. Like now it's like crystal clear. Uh, and again, I'm sure we'll dive into that more deeply. But the example that was coming up is like, there's so many stories that have to do with cars, you know, like some <laughs> unexpected thing that had to do with a car and people are like, I don't know why that happened. But then usually the story ends up that like the person ends up with like a better car. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because yeah. like at first they're like, what the heck? Like, why did that need to happen? And then, you know, like you fast for like a month or two and it's like, oh, I have a better car now. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And what what was coming up for me is in relationships, mm -hmm. because you might think you want one thing and then you're in the relationship and maybe there's contrast that shows up and you realize, oh, what, what I want now, what I want to have clarity is, is I want this other thing. And, and that doesn't necessarily, it has to be in another relationship. It can be in that same relationship, 
but getting clarity of what you do want and being able to focus on that. And that, yeah, that that's a huge thing too of contrast because I think we have the, we have the habit of, or at least I know for me in the past of when contrast comes up, really focusing on that, what you don't like about it. And the thing is to, to notice that it's there for you and then to quickly pivot into, well, what is it that I do want? And using your focus to focus on what you do want and something that you didn't, we didn't talk about before, but using your imagination of, oh, imagining and being in the having of what you do want. And so there's that constant refining of that. What do I want? What, what does that look like? What does it feel like being, using your imagination for that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love um yeah, you giving some context for again, like what we can do with the contrast. And um, I'll speak to that and a little bit more in a moment here. I just wanted to reference too that yeah, I've just heard so many stories with they have to do with dating, where it's like, you know, someone's doing the exercise where they write down all the things they're interested in. And then I just I've I've heard a number of stories like this where like they write down all the things they're interested in, and then like some someone shows up that has all those qualities but then there's all these other characteristics they weren't thinking about yes <laughs> well they had a b c d e, and f but then there was like these other things that i was just like oh that doesn't really feel good to me mm-hmm. right <laughs> and you know something it's like but so why did it happen like that and my response has always been like well it's just showing you the things that you weren't thinking about so it's right. like so now you can say like oh now you're even more clear so it's like now you know, and I've definitely heard the stories where people have a list and then they get something that like is mm-hmm. completely different and actually it's way better. So I know it can happen like that too. Right. And it's just like, I just definitely have seen those stories where when people say like, why did it happen like that? I'm just like, mm-hmm. well, you're more clear now. You weren't thinking about those and, you know, now right. you have more preferences. Yeah. So, and uh, and so. on relationships too, and we also think we want a relationship without contrast. We really don't because the contrast is what propels us forward. It's also what can make the the relationship interesting because if there was no contrast in the relationship, you'd get bored really, really quickly. And, and something else a couple of channelers have brought up to me specifically is when thinking about a relationship too, what do you want when it doesn't go well? And I was like, wait a minute, I don't want to think about that. (laughs) I'm just supposed to like, I want all the things that I want. Like, no, 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 no. Because of that thing of you want the contrast, you you actually do want it. And then you also want someone that is going to work through the contrast with you that you're going to that you know you you can work through those things and keep progressing so that that's a really important thing of because you know something also is nothing is static so you can be with someone and think oh well they don't they have this thing that wasn't on my list and I don't like this 
Well, that doesn't mean the relationship is over. There are infinite possibilities and there are different versions of that person. And so you, by you getting that clarity of what, whatever that is like, oh, I, I'd really like someone that's affectionate or, you know, buys me things or brings me flowers. Well, you can just keep focusing on what you do want. It's amazing what will show up. Um, I, and I've had this happen in the past with, with relationships and sometimes noticing how it shows up in ways you didn't think about. Actually, the flower thing, I had focused on that, like, oh, I'd really just like him to buy me flowers. And flowers started showing up everywhere, not from him immediately, but everywhere else. I was like, what is going on with all of these roses showing up everywhere? So, and it was, it was really fun. It's, so it's, it, the more you're into this and the more you focus on the things that you do want, it's, it's just so fun to see how it shows up and having that light thought about it, not having attachment to, I need it now or how it's going to show up. Just that light thought, oh, wouldn't, wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be wonderful to get flowers? And just yeah. notice how it shows up. Yeah. I love that you spoke to that because that was when you were talking about relationships and the gifts. One of the first thoughts that popped in my head was, well, yeah, like we don't have to say that what we want has to be from this person. Like you said, we can stay more broad, you know, like mm -hmm. I would just like more flowers. And again, like not pinpoint it to like this person I'm dating needs to bring me flowers right yeah <laughs> and you know that's exactly what you ended up speaking about I was like oh that's perfect <laughs> mm -hmm. yes yeah uh so so yeah you know I feel like we've definitely established what contrast means to us and we've spoken a little bit too about how it's helping us and I'm sure we'll get into more details about that what I'm feeling in this moment is just and I'm sure you have your own experience, but maybe sometimes just the emotional response to when contrast shows up, because, you know, as, as you had said, you know, a lot of times, if it is the very like abrupt, like kind of like in our face, like we don't like it, you know, a lot of us right. are like, reaction is like, why did this happen? I don't like it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, trust me, like I even had an example last night, you know, where again, something unexpected and my response to it initially was just like, what the heck, you know, like, yeah. like, what the heck, uh, kind of like that questioning. And then as I stayed with it longer, you know, I just, I realize it's like, for me at this point in my life, again, I do see how very much how my inner world and my outer world are working in tandem with each other. And it's like, when, when I feel that my soul is ushering me into a new chapter, like a new phase, for me a lot of times it's like can you let go of what has been uh because like you know you gotta let go to create space you know to really allow this new this new version this new chapter to really open up and so when I stay with it longer I was just like okay yeah <laughs> this is just another thing saying let go yes you know you're being ushered to like this new territory and this is just this is just yet another like let go mm -hmm. uh, but I had to stay with it like I honored the emotions because at first it was you know significantly emotional just like you know just kind of like my hands up like what the heck 
Uh, but I, I allowed the emotions, which I'm sure we'll speak to more um, momentarily here, but I allowed the emotions. I really just like allowed myself to be with them and just mm -hmm. go through kind of like the, the ebb, if you will. And as I stayed with the ebb and I didn't resist it, because that's been a thing for me. I just, I've seen in the past how I would resist the ebb and just be like, no, I don't want these emotions. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. That, now that I just common. like kind of like go with the ebb. I just I'm like I honor the ebb it's like as you know I start to come back up I'm just like oh <laughs> yes yeah uh so yeah that's what I feel is really present right now just speaking to maybe the emotional response mm -hmm. and for me it just feels better than ever just to honor you know honor emotions and just remember that they're here to communicate something definitely uh, so what's what would you say your process is for honoring the emotions that typically are spoken of as like the unwanted, like what, what's your process like with that? Yeah. And, and my process is very similar. And, and, and I would add first, like one of the most important things I've, I've realized for myself, for clients is not to beat up on yourself of, Oh, I shouldn't be feeling this way. What did I do wrong? I must be doing something wrong. There's something in my vibration and I was talking to a friend just last week and she said, something must be my vibration. And so again, she's like, I need to find it and kill it. <laughs> like, no, nothing has gone wrong. There's nothing wrong with contrast and, uh, and allowing your feelings because your emotion is your guidance system and always what feels better in the moment is your intuition. And when you don't allow that, you just, you start deadening your emotions to where you don't really know what you're feeling. And it, it's so common with clients. I know I used to do this a lot. Um, just like, oh, I don't, I don't want to feel that. So I would have ways of ignoring it, pushing it away and moving on to something else. And the biggest thing, if, if I have something really intense, I will stop, I will close my eyes, take some deep breaths and really go inward to really feel it. I'll use this process of identifying what is it, what does it feel like? Where is it in my body? Identifying, does it have a shape or a material and the color and, and just let myself feel it. And like you said, it, it kind of, that momentum will peak and if you let it peak, then in the fall, there's that momentum, there's the energy forward and emotions are energy that wants to move through you. When you don't feel it, it's like, it just gets stuck there. And we started talking about this a little bit before we started the interview. Um, and one of my favorite things is with the communion of light that we've both started listening to. And they are very open about this. And they've actually done this with some callers where they'll call in and say, well, this thing, this happened. And, but I didn't really let it bother me because I know it's all for me, which is true, but that's not really what they felt. And so the channeler Paul called them out and said, they use some explicits. They're very upfront, which I love. They're like, that's not how you feel. You're 
you're just following what you think you should feel because it's spiritual, but that's not really what you feel. And they are very, they are very much about reading vibration. And so they were picking up in the caller's vibration. That's not vibrationally what you're feeling. So you're saying one thing, but you're really feeling something else. Yeah. And you're really doing yourself a disservice when you're doing that because you're not following. How can you follow your intuition when you're not following your feelings? Yeah. And, and so it, you know, and it leads to a lot of things of, you know, just putting a happy face sticker on things of not really being in tune with your emotions. So let yourself feel it and, and don't beat up in yourself. It's not a big deal. Like I, I had this a couple of weeks ago, I was triggered by something. I don't even remember what it was, but I started beating up on myself of what, why did this happen? Why am I feeling this way? And in the morning, it was like this little epiphany. Why am I making such a big deal about it? <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. And in that realization, I really was able to let it go. Um, so that that is a huge thing too. Don't beat up on yourself. Contrast is not a bad thing. And emotions are not a bad thing. Just let yourself feel it. Mm. I really love the note about not beating up on yourself. Yeah, I also feel that's really, really, really important and helpful in my experience and then also just want to take a moment just to throw this out here because I thought I was going to say this in the beginning but it just feels like a really helpful moment to say right now is just that and one of the things I love I'll tie in the communion of light here as well is that in the communion of light they'll often say like this is not the way um, yes. it's not like the way it's a possibility mm -hmm. and so I just wanted to throw that out for everyone who's like watching or listening like you know, Amanda and I are sharing from our life experiences and what works for us, what currently is really working for us. And I just advocate in all of my materials and and my, you know, one-to-one -one sessions. It's very important to me because it keeps coming through my, like, soul intelligence just for people to trust themselves. So, like, you know, if you're getting stuff out of this, amazing. If it resonates with you, great. I just want to advocate, like, just just trust yourself because some of it may not resonate right now so I just always want to advocate like trust yourself like you have your yes. own inner compass and so because uh, you had mentioned the the communion of light I that's one of the things that I really appreciate that they often say like this is not the way I'm using quotation marks if you're just listening on like iTunes or something <laughs> they say this is not the way in quotation marks it's a possibility yeah. And that's what I feel that Amanda and I are, we're just talking about the possibilities that, you know, mm -hmm. have worked for us that currently work for us. Right. Uh, but then, then just to circle back, like, thank you for mentioning not, not getting really down on yourself. Like if you are feeling certain emotions um, and just to like kind of launch off from that, I mean, that's the whole thing that we hear about in these high vibrational teachings. At least that's how I perceive uh, a lot of what I hear is that actually that strong place of emotion, you know, if we allow it, and the emotion can look like a lot of different shades, if you will, but it's that strong emotion that's, that launches new desires yes. and like, yeah. not just any desires, but mm -hmm. extremely powerful desires. Yes. Yeah. And the stronger the emotion, the stronger the desire and the bouncing off point. 
yeah yeah it's getting like chills as <laughs> we're like talking about that and actually this is interesting because I won't say their name yet because I've only just heard of them uh I did I did find a number of like TikTok videos on this person and they're a QHHT practitioner oh, and I yeah. didn't say their name as of yet because I'm still pretty new but what I will say is based on the number of videos I saw and some of the interview clips I saw, I was really resonating with a lot of what they had to say. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so they're QHHT, which, you know, if, if you've been in the metaphysical world for a little bit, like, and you know of Dolores Cannon, like that's what yeah. she became yeah. famous for was QHHT. <laughs> and so this person seems to be very like upcoming in the world of QHHT, which is really cool work if you ask me. And they were, and some of the clips I saw, they were talking about the same thing. They said that the strong emotions are one of the ways that we navigate our way through the physical universe. And actually the way that, you know, because again, the QHHT practitioners usually bring it through in the way that they hear it in sessions from people who are like deeply connected to their soul intelligence. That's how it's basically set up. They're like really hearing their higher consciousness and kind of speaking from that place. And what they were saying is that, you know, what they've heard, you know, from their clients that they had mentioned was that the strong emotions actually open up new portals of possibility. Yeah. And I was like, well, that feels pretty in line with like launching new desires. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So it's like by allowing the emotion and, you know, like for me, I'm not saying get lost in it, like let it take you over you know, let it like crush you and break you. Like, I'm not talking about any of that. Yeah. yeah I'm speaking about it from a very like conscious place of like witnessing and observing mm -hmm. because, you know, for me as someone yeah. who's started off with a ton of meditation in the beginning of my journey and now like I'm so present to my inner world, like I'm aware of what's happening. And at this point, it's like, I don't let it drive. Like I can feel it deeply, but it's like, I don't tend to take any, what I'll say is like um, life-changing actions from those yeah. places. Like, there might be a small action, like I need a cup of cacao right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but mostly I'm just like, okay, this is happening. I see it. I feel mm -hmm. it. It's intense, a little bit uncomfortable, but typically the strongest action I'll take from that place is like, I want a cup of cacao. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think the thing is because there's the misconception too of like, if I really let myself feel this, I'm going to be stuck in it. But no, if you really let yourself feel it, usually it's very quick. Mm -hmm. And then you can feel that rise and fall and the moving forward. I mean, sometimes that's not the case, but again, like not beating up on yourself, nothing's gone wrong. Mm -hmm. But but generally, if you let yourself feel it, it's really quick. It's when you don't let yourself and you're in resistance to it, then that's when the emotion it's still there but yeah. in with you're in denial but it just it's gonna drag out and be longer yeah it's the resistance it's like mm -hmm. looking back that's for me what um caused me to dance with the unwanted emotions if you will for for so long was like the resistance you know it was like oh mm -hmm. I don't want to feel that and it's like in the the prolonged resistance it's just like you had said this in our our pre-interview talk a few weeks back. You had said like, well, if you keep resisting it, now it's just hanging out in your vibration that doesn't really have anywhere to go. Exactly, yeah. Whereas like, you know, as you and I are talking about in our experiences, 
And that's what I've noticed too, is that when I consciously choose to like really sit with something that wants to come up and I just like, again, consciously sit there and just let it come up and I feel it and I go there. Yeah. Like you said, it typically does crest and, you know, mm-hmm. it might take like, I don't know, sometimes for me, it can take like five minutes, but it's like when it really crests and I just be with it without judgment, like typically what I feel after the crest is kind of just like this, it starts to like rise you know above my body and i just kind of like feel it expanding out and i'm just like like yeah that was pretty easy Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah intense but now that it's over it's like oh that you know just like five minutes so yeah yeah and and i think this is very common in especially in the, the abraham world where people think oh there's something i did something wrong or I don't want to feel that feeling because it's going to affect my vibration. Well, it is anyway, but because like you said, it's there in your vibration, but if you let yourself feel it, it's going to pass through when you don't feel it, it's, it's still there. Yeah. And, and like, and nothing's gone wrong. They're not, they're not saying you shouldn't have emotions that you have to, you only have to stay the highest part of the emotional scale, you, you don't. Um, and that's really something I love that the communion of light talks about. It's not about only feeling joy. It's just what feels better. And that's in every now moment, what feels better may just be relief and ease. And that's okay. That's really okay. And it's not that you've done anything wrong. Oh, I'm not going to manifest what I want. If I'm relief and ease, like that, that's not true. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was saying for me, sometimes it's just, <laughs> I want a cup of cacao. <laughs> yeah. that's, the, that's the feel better. It's just, you know, like it's nice. It's grounding. Uh, and so, but yeah, that's the thing I feel that's the reason I felt you could say just aligned with having this conversation Because, you know, I have seen a lot of, it's just been in various circles and I'm not calling it wrong. Like there's a lot of, and to me, it is all serving because again, it's just another form of contrast. There's so many different ways to dive into metaphysics. There's got to be like at this point, like millions of people teaching on metaphysics in one way or the other. And, you know, like for me, I've gone through phases, you know, where like I was really into a certain set of like guidance or teachings based on metaphysics and for a while like I was getting a lot from it and then at some point it either just felt like my time there was done or I would start to notice like oh but this part doesn't work for me mm-hmm. what you could call contrast and then it just led me to you know like more seeking if you will right. for like the next thing that resonated with me but I give that all as context just to say that I I have also noticed that just there is a and a lot of the circles that I've personally seen, again, I can't speak for everything that's out there, but a lot of the circles that I've seen, like I have just noticed a lot of like that, like you said, always reaching for that, like that perfect vibration. And it's like, if you're not always there, then again, it's like, you won't get the manifestation or, you know, like, you know, for lack of a better phrase, you're doing something wrong. Mm -hmm. And that to me, you know, just kind of reflecting on that, like when I was really felt like that's what I needed to do again in quotation marks for one, it was just like really exhausting. 
yeah it is exhausting yeah, yeah. And, and, and when you're around someone like that you you can feel it too like something just feels off they're like oh I'm really happy but you're like I don't feel that <laughs> yeah yeah so just the constantly reaching like I have to have this again quotation marks perfect vibration all the time mm -hmm. and so it was exhausting and also to me it felt a bit like perfectionistic as well yes. which you know like I've compared to like 10 12 years ago it's like in a lot of ways it's like that perfectionism thing that we call perfectionism doesn't feel present in my life almost at all except it was showing up in like the reaching for the perfect yeah yeah I'm gonna manifest perfectly <laughs> yeah I'm gonna uh, be a perfect spiritual person yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but then for me just to see again like the the beauty of the strong emotion that again tends to be called negative but it's just like I've heard some people say like they don't like to use negative they like to use like heavier or denser like yeah. they feel and, heavy yeah. they feel dense and by vibrationally yeah it does feel like those emotions yeah are heavier or denser and you feel lighter when you go up the emotional scale and it does yeah yeah and for me it just feels helpful to see those as again not a bad thing like they yeah. are the birthing place of new desires uh again going back to relationships which you brought up earlier for a lot of people you know a relationship could have served them for a very long time but deep down they know that it's just not a good fit anymore you know it, it's time to move on they just might have like the sense of knowing even though maybe in their everyday life they haven't had like the whatever you want to call it like courage to actually like move on or maybe it's just time for a whole new stage of the same relationship like you said they don't always have to end but maybe it's just time for this this relationship to like move into new territory yeah. and you know, again, it's like the contrast, you know, like maybe it's just one person saying like, I'm not happy with what we're doing anymore. And again, that doesn't have to be the end, but maybe it's a conversation to like reinvent the relationship. Yeah. So where a lot of people might see that as like really bad, like they're not happy. It's mm -hmm. like, <laughs> what does that mean? It could just be like, oh, this is the relationship wanting to evolve. And so it's like seeing things through a new lens of like, not bad, but like just something, and if one person's not happy, I would imagine the other person probably is dissatisfied to some, because like, if you're with someone that closely, I would imagine like you would feel like they're discontent and unhappiness. So like yeah. to me, if one person steps up and speaks about it, I feel like that would have to be serving to both people. So it's like, oh, let's talk about it. Like what wants to happen here? Mm -hmm. And so it is, to me, it is very helpful to see the unexpected, maybe sometimes the dumbfounded or the confusing at first, to like really step back and be like okay like this is helping me and like you were saying you know I, I know you've said you get this from the communion of light a lot like from that place you start to say what do I want from here yes yeah yeah not not what not not just to keep looking at I don't want this well what do you want and yeah, yeah focusing on that appreciating what is working and focusing on what else that it is that you do want yeah and and i was going to mention um because this has come up a couple of times of following like there are many paths and i really like how bashar talks about this as permission slips and i know that's been a big part of my path because 
there have been different teachers, methods that I've followed along the way. And because that's where I was. And so whatever is calling to you, that's what's for you. There, there's no right or wrong. And, and like you were saying, you may get to a point with that, like, oh, I think I'm done with this. And then something else will show up and that that's okay. And your path may be, look very different than someone else's and it's all okay. There's not just one way to, to do life, like to do this spiritual growth. There's, there's many teachers, many ways, and just pay attention to what feels good and that, or what feels better. And that's in the moment and realizing that's going to change over time. Um, and, and, and also I was going to mention because you brought up perfectionism and <laughs> I, I call myself a re recovered or reco maybe still recovering a little bit because sometimes, yeah, I do. I, I think what's left of that is like really beating up on myself sometimes is the perfectionism. Um, I'm, I'm come from a very logical mind, a very linear CPA, it's corporate accounting. Um, so, and I was a planner, everything planned out, like, you know, got spreadsheet for everything. So a lot of that has been letting, letting a lot of that go. And, and I find my clients, a lot of them are going through that same kind of thing. How do they balance that analytical mind? Because a lot of times too, you've shut out feelings um, for, for logic. And, and I wrote a book on this too, an ebook called How to Tame Your Overthinking Mind. And it's a lot of that perfectionism. And when you're stuck in that, just your mind whirling all the time, you're trying to figure it out. It's so exhausting. And, you know, some of the symptoms of that and how, how to unwind and let go of some of that, because it does it makes a big difference. And it's like getting out of that twirling mind, getting into your body, getting into your heart, allowing your feelings. Thank you for, for sharing that. Yeah, it's like, to me, it all boils down to like that, I guess I'll call it a need of like, I need to get it right, you know? Again, yes, yes. Like, I need to get it right, you know? Yes, I, yes. And I, I was very much that way for a long long time and that yeah that's where those remnants and that big epiphany even a couple of weeks ago of like nothing's gone wrong yeah. <laughs> I don't need to beat up on myself I'm really doing this to myself and nothing's gone wrong yeah yeah and I love well I think for me it feels really helpful just to speak about like the whole again in quotation marks I need to get it right yes in terms of like a spiritual or conscious or metaphysical path, because I do feel that that can be very much a temptation, you know, like there's mm -hmm. some way that you, again, should be quotation marks, getting it right. Whereas the way I personally see it now is that we're just always exploring and we're always just finding our way to what feels interesting next or exciting next or what we want to explore next. And so again, you know, the contrast, however it may show up, whether it's a conversation or a misunderstanding in a relationship or, you know, something with a business or a car, it's like, you know, that is a part of the exploration that is a part of refining, you know, helping us get clear in our preferences. And as we talked about, like the emotions, mm -hmm. you know, 
there's a couple different things that we've referenced where those specific teachings just mentioned that strong emotions are the birthplace of new desires or new potentials. And again, take it or leave it based on what resonates for you. But just the more that I hear about that perspective, I'm like, yeah, no, like that to me personally, like, yeah, I, I like, I feel that it's like strong emotion equals like really strong desire. Yeah. Yeah. Launches from that place. And so, uh, so yeah, like if you, if you're listening and you can relate to like, oh, I'm, I, I see now, or I just have noticed that I'm trying to like get it right in quotation marks. Well, again, like take it or leave, take or leave whatever feels resonant for you. But like, to me, I've just, the more I let go of any kind of like desire to like get it right mm-hmm. in terms of like spirituality or metaphysics, it just feels like a lot easier. And it just, for me, I feel much more relaxed with the process it's like I'm I'm exploring you know I'm exploring I'm there's a lot of variety here I mean I like to bring up this note sometimes because you know I'm primarily familiar with the North American continent Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like I think you know anytime I've watched the Olympics like they reference something like 280 nations worldwide like there's a lot of different experience going oh yeah So like there's like no end you know like in any given lifetime there's no end to be like oh I think that's calling me now or what's going on over here or, I think I want to like I mean 280 nations mm-hmm. yes you know and that that was a big thing for me a while ago too of that there is no right and wrong and just make a decision and line up with it it's, it, you know, there is no wrong decision, just, and, and when you tune into what feels better, it makes it much easier. Um, you know, and I know from, from my old days of being analytical and just mulling it over, thinking about it constantly, it, it was exhausting. And when you let go of that, of being right in quotes, it it's so freeing <laughs> like okay well make a decision and then if you find out oh now I'm in contrast I don't really like this thing or I want something different you can make another decision you're it's yeah. it's not that you just make one decision and then you're bound to that for the rest of your life and you're going to ruin the rest of your life you're making decisions all the time and there's no there's no right or wrong just do what feels better, line up with it, and then see what happens. Yeah. Enjoy, enjoy the journey. And it's it's not that there, we are, we're reaching some spiritual destination. There's there's always going to be more. And I I really felt that more and more too as my as I can feel my vibration rise. There's there's really no limit. And the better it gets, the better it gets. And it, it is, it's so true. It just, it just keeps getting better. There's no end point. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, that's something I heard from, yeah, the communion of light at one point, how they were saying, and actually I heard it come up too in another, I heard it recently come up on a, a different podcast episode that I was listening to from a friend, like it was said, you know, twice in two different ways, but like, there's always going to be the next mountain peak, you know, it's like, yes 
right now you have your eye set on one, you want to know what that's like. And, you know, chances are you will get there if it's really meant for you and it's really aligned for you. Like you'll get there, you'll see what it's like. Maybe you'll spend some time there, but it doesn't mean you're done. Like at some point you'll right. put your eyes in the next mountain peak. <laughs> yes. yeah. uh, and then just to, I wanted to highlight something you said about the not getting it right. It's like, cause you know, there's like these big life questions, if you will, like, should I try this new career or should I move to this other yeah. city? And, you know, people treat it as really, really big decisions. Mm -hmm. What I'll say that works for me is just like, does it feel right? Does it just feel like so right in my body? Mm -hmm. um, am I excited about it? Does it feel good? All those things. But even if there is, you know, someone does decide if it feels right in the moment and they make the move or they try the new career and spend a little time there and they don't like it. Well, to me, that is the contrast. It's like you mm -hmm. tried something new. You're that much more clear. Maybe if you never would have tried it, you would have wondered the next 10 years, like, yeah. what is that like? But maybe because you tried it out for three months, you're like, okay, I never need to do that again. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and my moving to Miami is a perfect example because I lived in Charlotte, North Carolina before this for eight years. And I loved Charlotte. And I even told people I'm, I'm never going to move again because I moved once by myself and it, you know, took a while to feel settled again. And Miami just, just unfolded. And I came here for a retreat. And then I came and got an Airbnb and that just kept getting longer and longer. And I, I just, I felt the pull. It felt like, I don't, I don't know why, but there's, there's something for me in Miami. This is the next thing for me. And if I would have, if I would have stopped under my old ways and really getting in my head and thinking about it, I would not have moved to Miami, <laughs> but for whatever reason, I just, I, I followed it. And, and now I'm, I'm looking like, oh, well, I think maybe my time in Miami is done. Maybe I'll move north of here to Fort Lauderdale or Delray Beach, something like that. But I, I'm not looking back and thinking I made the wrong decision. I absolutely was following what felt better. And I can see also moving it created this momentum forward and so many things unfolded for me energetically manifesting after I came here. And, and also I, I didn't realize it at the time, but I was really being led here. Also, I went through so many changes and when you move to a completely different area with all new people, change, change is very, change can be even more rapid because you're not bound to those old, those existing habits, the existing people and friends who see you a certain way, everything is new. So the changing happens even quicker. And, and it's not like I planned that, but you know, my, my inner being knew my inner being was leading me forward. And I just, I just followed. I just followed the path that was that felt better. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, to me, it sounds like, you know, prior to moving to Miami, you you did wonder what it would be like. Now you have the life experience, you have the information. That's like from that place, you know, you're only getting more clear, like, okay, I know what that's like and, you know, what's next. Yes. 
yeah. uh, along with all the the growth that you mentioned that yeah. happened and, because you moved in that yeah. direction. And it was really fun too. There, were, I realized a couple of years before I'd written out some things about what what I want in a place, and some of the things like being in a community where I can walk to things, having yoga studios, coffee shops. I want to live by the beach. It's like, oh yeah, I, I have all of that here. And, but I had, I had just written those down and let them go. And then years later, my inner being, it's like, here you go. <laughs> those things that you wanted are all here. Mm. Yeah, yeah so I love really those fun. stories. Uh, yeah, like I've heard somebody say, like Eckhart Tolle, I've heard him tell the story about like, he, uh, some years prior to writing The Power of Now, like he wrote down, you know, like I want to write a best-selling book, like I want to be wealthy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he just wrote it down in a notebook. He said he just like set it aside and completely forgot. And then like seven years later, I think he was like moving or something because I heard him tell the story in a video, like it was something like he was moving and he was going through boxes and he like picked up that notebook again and looked in it and he was just like, oh, this has all happened <laughs> yeah yeah isn't that fun and yeah he just let it go let it go he was just not like, like he was staring at it every day when is it gonna happen no like he just had a moment of clarity and like you said just let it go set it aside and then mm -hmm. you know just lived his life but then seven years later he's like oh it all totally happened yeah. uh so wow well this has been really amazing um felt like a breath of fresh air for me just to have such a amazing heart-to-heart -heart conversation around this. I just feel like, for me, I would love to see more conversations like this in just the metaphysical realm, just for like the freedom and ease it personally creates for me. Yes. So thank you for being, being willing to have it. Um, any, I'll give you an opportunity just to speak to um, some offers that you have in a moment here, but just like any final words you want to just mention um, what we've talked about today? just want to give you an opportunity. I would say my, yeah, my final takeaways, be easy on yourself. Don't, don't take things too seriously. When contrast shows up, be easy on yourself, feel your feelings. Nothing has gone wrong. You haven't done anything wrong and just enjoy, enjoy life. Have fun. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I would just to bounce off that, I would say yes. Like I feel enjoyment is key, uh, very much so. And you know, when the contrast does show up, and if it brings strong emotions, uh, yeah, just for me, it's been so powerful just to recognize it's just a part of the process, and it is again that birthing place for new desires. And new desires is what creates the potential for new chapters and the clarity. So just for me, it's been really nice just to have so much more permission around that and see how it's helping me. And just taking that step back to see it that way, just to be like, for me, like one of my go-to phrases now is like, oh, this is contrast, you know, like this is contrast, you know, like, and I love what you said. And it's like, okay, so what do I want from here? What do I want to experience? Uh, what feels better from this place? You know, those to me are really helpful questions. So I love what you shared and um, this has been fantastic. So thank you again for participating in this. And then also just, if you've been listening and you feel resonance with Amanda and you want to know more, first and foremost, you will find her relevant information in the show notes, like the, the bio that she gave me, her most relevant links. 
Uh, and then also there's a couple uh, offers you wanted to mention to the listeners or viewers if they if they feel resonance with you. So feel free to feel free to share in your own words. Yes. Yeah. And and I love heart to heart. I love um working one-on-one with clients. So I'm offering a free initial session. So if you go to my website and use freedom in the code for the one-on-one, you can experience one one free session with me. Um, Also, you can go to my website and download for free my ebook, How to Tame Your Overthinking Mind. And I've, I've also been doing a discussion group for the last two and a half years. And I love the discussions and and community is a big thing for me and having having heart to heart discussions, but also in a group setting of a very uplifting and sharing with people. And I'm going to start a group coaching program that starts in October. So also just email me at Amanda at amandatown.com. And mention this show and you can get the first month of group coaching for free. Amazing. Amazing. So I'll make sure your, uh, your email is in the show notes as well. So, (laughs) and you know, again, you'll find her other links in the show notes. So, so well, thank you for that. And, uh, yeah, this has been fantastic. It's been really nice. I mean, I've enjoyed all of our conversations (laughs) and so thanks for, uh, collaborating with me on this one it's been um it's been really nice so thank you yeah it has great thank you yeah no nice problem. To <laughs> well thanks everyone for watching and listening this has been another episode of the restore yourself podcast and so until next time much love and namaste <laughs>